probably not going to work. <laughs> yeah, let's try the AirPods again. I think I can. <laughs> let's just try it because that's, yeah. that's very difficult to hear. Yeah. The, oh, and that got so much quieter. Thank you. Oh, can you, like hear, you just close the door? Extremely. Yeah, actually, it's a lot better. I think your phone was yeah, just then the move. first time too. Yeah. All right. Cool. That's that's what we want. Oh, thank God! And I can't hear the landscapers now. We're good. Neither can I. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> My gosh, they were so yeah, damn loud. There's no. Yeah, I was thinking like, there's no way. Am I sideways? I'm pretty sure I'm sideways. The racing addicts. It's like a circle. Great racing circle. That's standing. Great racing circle. Brought to you by. Where, where, where's my endorsement? Hello. That's staying in. No, no. The racing addict. You would. Ready. Ready. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> Done by the racing addict. Done by the racing addict. You would. I hate it. And on that note, welcome back to this week's episode of the Racing Addicts Podcast. Uh, You got David here, uh, Alex in studio. Nolan is remoting in. How are you doing? Good. I'm in the virtual studio. You have no idea where I'm at. I'm actually in Atlanta. I was just about to say, you are at Atlanta Atlanta Motor Speedway, I think. I like it. Yeah. Uh, Mitch Mitch couldn't make it. (laughs) Mitch is working. Mitch is (laughs) like the rest of us. Yeah. Uh, This is why the rest of us are either self employed or retired. Honestly, it's the only way to go. <laughs> but welcome, and I tell you what, looking at Kansas, I enjoyed the race. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the race a lot. I enjoyed the race enough. We needed a good weekend that I did not watch the Eagles game during the race. Re- okay, now that that's a big step for you because you are like I, I feel am, like you're always Eagles first. I am very much an Eagles fan, but. Man, Brad was like top five the whole time. He was. I thought he was going to win at one point. And then I tell you what, at first when I was thinking to myself, okay, just let's go finish, finish, finish. Third place is great. Then the caution came out. I was like, oh, yeah. We're going to win. And then he restarted ninth. And I was like, hey. Just kidding. We ain't going to win. This is not good. Yeah, it was not good. So uh, still, he took came away with uh, points in all three stages. He did. Uh, he is well above the cut line. Well, I was actually, I was looking at points earlier today and I was uh, I s- pleasantly surprised. I saw somebody floating. Somebody said, watch Brad Kozlowski win the championship and not have a win. I, I mean, I'll take that over Denny Hamlin. Like, I don't know but what like, the setup here is, but sure. I'm pretty sure I went on a rant like <laughs> two seasons ago about being able to win without winning a race. <laughs> but it's okay when it's your driver. But now that it's, it's Brad. Yeah. Now, now we're all it's, for it. It's okay. So, uh, not even mad. I'm yeah. not, whatever. You the know, quality racing, I think. There was a lot of, there was tire wear. There it was, was strategy was play. There was a lot of tire wear. One tire, two tire, three tire on the floor. Uh, that's anytime you spin out, you end up with all four tires on the floor. That's good. Uh, but I, uh, this car works on intermediates, man. Like we, we said it last week when we were dogging on the Darlington product. It works on intermediates, and unfortunately, next week is going to go back to sucking. But we had a really, really good weekend for the Cup Series, so I'll, 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 I'll take the W. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Take the W. Mm-hmm. And my gosh, Kansas has turned into such a killer speedway. Like, Nolan, I think, didn't you, you even sent that text yesterday morning when you were like, this speedway is freaking incredible. Like, yep. it's, yeah. can't kill Kansas, man. They killed, maybe killed Darlington. Oh. I don't think we can. They wounded. Not, I don't know if it's killed. <laughs> yeah, they wounded. They that's, wounded that's Darlington. Accurate. Yeah. But we got rewarded. If, you're, if your track is multiple grooves and you don't have to be affected by dirty air and you can do slide jobs, then it's the perfect track. And this is definitely that. So it wasn't yeah. one groove. You could, you know, it was like several. It was great. You could go all over the tr- track. Which makes me think, like, man, are we missing out with Chicago? But that's a different story altogether. I, you but know, it was good. We, I feel like we, at this point, we bring it up every couple of weeks. But you know, there's two speedways that both entered the chat last night on Twitter or uh, X Files. There's two two tracks that entered the X Files last night, and they were Chicago Land and Kentucky Speedway. Yeah, 
And yeah, I, how can you not? Right. I mean, not that I not that I want to take a passive approach and not fix this car because, dear God, can we please just fix this? But they're not going to fix it, so you might as well use it. So you might as well go to tracks that are good racing. And I think yeah. Kentucky and Chicago are are. Uh, I think they've entered the chat. I I think so. Which is We're cool. Stuck with it, so might as well enjoy it. Oh, it's just Xfinity Xfinity cars nine hundred horsepower. Run that on the short tracks and the road courses, and then current next gen just stays on. All the intermediates. I think that's it. We fi we fix NASCAR guys. Yeah, because I mean they they nailed on something. Like you, we, we were all talking about it the other week. But Daytona looked great. Like, yep. so, yeah. Uh, <coughs> <laughs> so a lot of I mean, let's talk about you know two weeks ago we're talking MTJ is going to be the champ. Uh, Oof, boy. What a bad two weeks. He might not make it out of the, the first round. He is below He's the cut line cut. right now. Oh, yeah. Below. That's seven points. Things I would have put money on not happening. Yeah. MTJ out in the first round is the top of the list. Like, yeah, that's like the lowest odds. I mean, and nothing like on his fault. No, I mean, his team failed him both times. They did. I, I, and I mean, you got to be frustrated. Well, so what's hard is they're saying he ran over a piece of debris during the pace laps, but like he was in the middle of other Everybody. cars. Like if there was debris on the track, we would have seen more than one car. So that's why I'm kind of not buying the excuse. Or we would have seen like, I don't know, them clean it up. Yeah. Because uh, he was he was on the outside lane. He started on the outside. So if, if there was debris, there's 20 other cars that should have also hit that same debris. I I. I Maybe they were trying guys, something and got busted. I don't know. Did you guys see how Cole Custer exited the Xfinity race? I did. That was actually that was a unique one because first and second barely missed that tire, like by six inches Dude. or a foot. And then Custer there was a just whole hit straight tire on. carcass on the on the track, and it was still green. And he yeah. hit it. Oh yeah, I, I was. <laughs> I'm that trying one. to remember what happened. I mean, Cole was kind of pissed and he had a reason you know what i mean like that's you can't you can't have that like uh oh nolan died nolan's coming back sorry he's uh he's beeping is the heartbeat he's he's heart beating so we'll just we'll continue to talk while the nolan heartbeat uh goes in the background <laughs> until he gets reconnected he's in the land of no taxes in the land hey he's ba back ladies and gentlemen ba -na -na. Ba -na -na. i don't know what happened Back in black. It's that Android phone, I think. Probably. <laughs> I quickly turned off my Wi-Fi, but now it looks even worse. So I'm turning it back on. I have no idea what happened. That's weird. So how is uh how are you are you willing to say where you are right now? Yeah, I'm in the great free state of Florida. Oh, I love it. And uh, it's nice. I'm outside right now. It's pretty cool. It's dope. That's it. Uh, it the the background looked quite beautiful. The palm trees and the the, the sunny sky. Although we it's actually pretty nice out here today too this is a rare pennsylvania w for weather so yeah it, it's really nice day out yeah it is so yeah but mtj man like i yeah, i just it's been a rough and then you know and then you have hamlin who's out front by what seven seconds <laughs> it's like yeah and they get the caution thank god i mean can we just be grateful for a second I'm not grateful. We should have had I'm two. upset. <laughs> that, that was a bad caution for RFK. My that was God. a bad last eight I'm laps. I'm thinking we could get a caution, then it's like, oh, shit, it was Busher. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it because of the caution, the restart where Ross went from third or fourth to 27th, 28th. How did that happen? Your, your comment on the know, group bro. chat was hilarious. He was supposed though. to go, like, and he didn't. Dude, David, remember we were talking about Ross like going from like fourth to last in uh, at Daytona. At Daytona? Yeah, yeah. Well, this was even worse. They didn't have a lap, bro. <laughs> uh, to, to quote Nolan, what Ross oh. just did was impressive. Fourth to twentieth, dot dot dot. Twenty sixth, dot dot dot. <laughs> the man went through a wormhole. <laughs> I mean, what other explanation is there? How do you do the the that? Rick Ware wormhole. <laughs> I don't know how that was even possible. Like did. So you listened to his radio. Did he say anything? I didn't listen to his radio because at the time oh, I was okay. like watching the Eagles too. It was too much. That's another thing. We'll that talk was about stressful. that too. I was, I, you know what? I, I was, was overly stimulated. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a rough nine we weeks were for at, us. We were at a, we were at a, my wife's friend's party 
So I'm out in the sunroom. I got something. They got it on the TV. Got it on the phone. It was like a 24 inch TV. It looked like oh, it was, this it was cute listen, little. <laughs> it's fine. It was like 38, I think. But still, I mean, my computer is bigger. But uh, yeah, wow, that was too much. Like flipping back and forth, and then watching the Steelers get obliterated. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Well, watching the Bengals. Oh, poor Mitch. Mitch, I actually had to do a welfare check on him last night. <laughs> I'll be honest, I didn't watch. Did the Bengals lose? The I Bengals assume. got abused by Deshaun Watson. Oh, God. Listen. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Let's just say there might be another case filed against him. <laughs> Not a good sign. Not a, Not good, a good sign, sign ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but, yeah, it was actually, it's very, I, I wish, I had a couple thoughts yesterday. I wish we could somehow avoid this where their two sports clashed up against each other on a Sunday. It is. The scheduling is close to being perfect, but it just needs... It's not but quite while there. we're complaining about scheduling, I know there's notes here, but we're going to throw a What Grinds Your Gears off right now. Oh, good. I have a. I actually have a What Grinds My Gears. So it'll be perfect. You know what grinds my gears is that NBC has IndyCar on the main channel right, and NASCAR on USA. Like, I, I IndyCar. You know how many people watch IndyCar in America? Not... I mean, they're like ratings... Like 17. Yeah. <laughs> Not, not not hundred or thousand, seventeen. Like I just don't get it. It's a uh, well. So let me let me piggyback on how your often rant have they been on WGAL? Not well. That's and, the most anti-American thing I've ever seen in my life. Well, and when they are on WGAL, they put the freaking NFL preseason yeah, instead out for of the Ravens. Oh gosh, a whole state, whole state away. That was ridiculous. Oh. I'm, WGAL, you suck. I'm, I'm still bitter about that. That was dumb. I should have had to watch the Daytona cutoff race. On an app. After complaining about all this, though, I will point out that I also give NASCAR an A plus for moving the whole Xfinity series to WB next year. Uh, or the CW. It's, it's genius. CW. I, one station, one yep. series. You talk about creating in. a new identity. I mean, that's pretty kill. And the oh. CW has got a. That's a good series for the CW to get behind. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for it. Uh, can I can I piggyback on your rant because I actually would like to give IndyCar credit. Okay. I I have tried to gain interest in IndyCar because uh, I've been following the Bus Bros, uh, which is two Penske drivers. Which obviously, being a Blaney fan, I I root for them. And I've been trying to watch more IndyCar races, but either they are the exact same time as the NASCAR Cup Series, like exact, like they start and end at the same time frame. Or they're on Peacock. They're not even being broadcasted because the one Sunday when NASCAR was off, I was like, oh, cool. I'll watch the IndyCar race and get a chance to see it. It was on Peacock. So like IndyCar marketing, NBC marketing, whoever's in charge of this, what are you doing, bro? Like I I've, I can't imagine I'm the only person that is struggling with this. No, And then on top of that, and we'll get to this, the CW is also free. It's a free channel over the airways. You don't have to have major, provider. Major W. Yeah. That Which was a is huge win. Big time. Free eyes. Yeah. Are we just supposed to have every streaming service now? And that's where I'm burning Like, out. I got to have yeah. Peacock. I, I got to have Paramount. I got to have YouTube. I got to have uh, Hulu. I got to have Netflix. Yep. Now and, I'm going to have to have... And you burn out? Exactly. Like, Peacock. It's like... Well, and if if NBC wants for to one push, sport, yeah, that's 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 what's dumb. And if NBC wants to push Peacock, I'm actually all for it. Like, I think the idea is great, but if you're gonna commit to Peacock, freaking commit to Peacock. Yeah, it's it's Where, ridiculous to have to go to twenty seven different apps. I yeah. can't find a cup race. And then they've got some things that are on the NBC Sports app, but not on Peacock, but not on TV. And then yeah. things are just on Peacock, not on NBC or the app. Or oh, they're not the right hand is not talking to the left hand. No. So let's say uh, if we could get, I don't even know because Fox sucks so much. If we could get Dale on Fox, I don't know that that's my biggest beef with Fox though. Like the production at Fox is pretty horrendous. He's gonna fix it. He can fix anything. That's true. Dale Jr. could fix anything. He, he could fix, fix the next gen at short tracks too. He could fix the country. Boat. <laughs> he did. Dale. Twenty twenty four. He did. Freaking Dale 2024, you heard it here first. He's running. I mean, Dale was on Fox last year, remember? Yeah. He was, and it was amazing. Can we start yeah. that that uh, being a political thing? Because I would vote for Dale Jr. over any I'm fairly certain right he'd now. win right now. Yeah. You want to talk about a third party? 
Yeah, there we got the, the liberals, the conservatives, and the Earnhardts. <laughs> we got Joe Biden, Ron DeSantis, and uh, who? Oh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Sold. Done. <laughs> I even like Ron DeSantis. Who do you DeSantis, think has more brain on. damage, Earnhardt or <laughs> Biden? That, that's not even close. That's not even close. <laughs> yeah. Not, I know he's had a lot of concussions, but I don't think well, Biden uh, is even in the same territory. No, Biden has more. Yeah. So, oh, someone yeah, more damage, someone sent brain. me a TikTok, and it was a comedian comparing Joe Biden to a Roomba, <laughs> and now I can't not see it. And he does the per- like he does where he uh, – because when Joe finishes speaking, he'll back away, and he kind of does the <laughs> – He does look like a Roomba. <laughs> And now I saw a clip of Biden on, on news the other day and I just started dying because I'm like, oh my gosh, it's the Roomba. It's the Roomba. It <laughs> yeah. does like a slow rotate. I think one of my favorite videos lately is the uh, <laughs> Biden's earpiece uh, leaked, his earpiece uh, audio. Oh, I've seen all that. Are they? I don't think they're real though. I no. think they're just comical. Like, yeah. uh, pray. Uh, okay. <laughs> now, don't smell him. Don't smell him. Joe, okay. Joe put stop the, smelling him. Okay, put the metal stop on. Stop smelling him. All right, shake his hand. Sal- no, salute him. Salute him. Other hand, other hand. It's, <laughs> you, see, it's, you see the one where he's on a walkway, and the earpiece is like, all right, Joe, just stay on the walkway. Just follow the sidewalk on the walkway. And he goes like rogue, and he starts walking through the grass. And they're like, Joe, 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 come back. Joe, on he the going? walkway. Joe. <laughs> Who gave him a bike? <laughs> Dude, the Biden edits are the best. I saw one yesterday where like Trump was visiting Iowa and he threw a football, but then like it, he threw the football and then it cut over to Joe Biden where he fell. But then like oh, they edited love it. the football hitting him in the back of the head. Do you ever see so the it one like of Trump threw the football and hit him in the back of the head? Do you see the other fell. one where where Trump is teeing off at a golf course <laughs> and they they have the golf ball hitting Joe and he's falling down the <laughs> stairs on Air Force One? Yeah. yeah, it's the same thing. That's oh, awesome. It's brilliant. People are smart. Anyway, we're not a political podcast, but if we were, we'd no. be left winning. Yeah, I. It's. I'm we're definitely a bunch of liberals. Did you hear <laughs> I said that? Left weaning. We're trying oh. to wean off the left. That's what America needs right now is to wean. Anyway, we're not a political podcast. <laughs> this episode of the pro- <laughs> this episode of the Racing Addicts podcast is brought to you by the NRA. Ah, <laughs> uh, so moving on. Uh, so yeah. We kind of kicked off the playoff drivers having issues with MTJ because it was like immediate. We did. But, quite a few. We quite a I few. mean, they. I think one of the statistics they said is like normally half the field end up having it. And I tell you what, it felt like it. It was crazy. Honestly, this might have been one of the easier playoff Kansas races from what, at least from the data I saw. Because yeah. it didn't, they didn't all suck. Just some of them. Because, uh, I mean, we, we out, McDowell had a really crappy race. Stenhouse hit the wall 27 times. Bubble blew a tire. Truex, oh, poor guy. Um, Harvick, Logano, Bell. Uh, Bell lost, I think, four spots every pit stop. He must have Blaney's crew pit in his car. Um, Busher, obviously, the last caution. Chastain forgot how to drive after the one pit stop. And uh, Kyle Busch, actually, and then the rest of them actually landed pretty good. Uh, Byron spun, but he, he didn't hit anything and was able to come back. So, which is... I guess that's still pretty rough. Um, the thing is, is like I guess like, it could have been worse. <laughs> I, I don't know. MTJ going down was just huge for me. Like that was. Like, oh, it was. Whoa. And and I still think someone just messed up. I I I I don't buy the the he ran over debris thing. I don't know. I'm just not there. I I think I think when you're coming to a whole field coming to the start of the race that's all bunched up, if there was debris, we would have seen more than one car having an issue, especially when that yep. car was starting fourth. I think he's somewhere up there. He was up. It was definitely somebody's fault, and it wasn't Martin Chuex's. No, no it's either Goodyear's or NASCAR, the track people that were supposed to look out at the track, or it was the crew chief for not noticing a, uh, something wrong or the setup. I don't know. Something something happened, and it's not his fault. That's all I know. Well, here's what's crazy: is going into Bristol, Martin Truex Jr. is a hundred percent the pressure zone because he's below the cut line. So now you go yeah. to a, a, a half mile short track where you can't pass. And you've got to perform. After, like, he destroyed the field the whole way through the regular season. I mean, like, we joked about, oh, there's no way Truex doesn't make it to the Final Four. And now it's like, holy crap, he might not make it to the round of 12. He's he's negative seven. That means he has to be, you know, seven positions better than Kevin Harvick. Who, oh, by the way, is really freaking good at Bristol. Or 12 (laughs) positions better than Joe. Like, that's really far. Yeah. 
I feel very good about Brad Kozlowski being a top 25 or 20, 25 to the good. That's yeah, I'm pretty much locked in. There, There's really nobody in the top like eight one. or even the top nine I don't think I'm worried about. I think Logano, Truex, and Bell I think would be my biggest concerns. Yeah. Bush I'm not really, really worried about Harvick. Bush is really good at Bristol. Yeah. He, uh, did he win this race last year? Uh, he did. Yes. He did. Um, race sucked, but we got to see an RFK win. So, you know, it was a win-win. Who'd have thought we'd see so many of them this year? <laughs> Dude. I mean, I, mean I, I did call that, but I didn't yeah. expect it to... I, I make a, remember Alex saying, wow, that's a bold statement. I know. And now that's I'm the idiot. That's a bold take. Now I'm the idiot. It yeah. was a bold take. Because uh, how do you debate it right now? RFK is the top four team. Yeah. they they Penske has no speed, and somehow... Blaney and Logano are at least managing top tens. Yeah. And but as far as speed, RFK's got them, got them covered. So if they're cheating, they're doing well. I don't even care. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate that. <laughs> yes, we do. We we appreciate the cheating. Yeah. Hey, the Yoders are already cheating. You hey, might if as you well ain't join. Cheating, you ain't trying. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Uh uh-huh. So Reddick makes uh, a an awesome race move, honestly. Like he cut that. He just Beautiful. drove through the center. He's like, I'm, I was. I think it was a checkers or wreckers moment. It was, and I and I'm all for it. And uh, ended up passing the boss, taking the win, <laughs> which is always enjoyable. We got to spared us. of a Hamlin victory oh. twice in a row. Twice oh. in a row. He, yeah, I mean, holy cow! We have to feel good about that if you're, you know, anyone. Uh, so <laughs> if you're a human, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah, I will say in our text group, I said I thought that was Bubba and Hamlin's race to lose, and they both did exactly what they weren't supposed to do, which was yeah. something wrong. I don't That's know. It's like they was, literally yeah. were. So it ended up being the other 2311 car, which makes sense. The 45 won twice last year there. So, I mean, Toyota did dominate. At least it was one of the more tolerable ones. But uh, Yeah, I do. I, yeah. I still like yeah. I still like him. I, 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 I really like Reddick. Yeah, he's, yeah, I don't really mind him that much. So I, I was I was happy to see him win. Blaney's yeah. pit crew has been working very hard for him at sucking. They've done a wonderful job at sucking. I probably it's shouldn't be this, his yeah chances. I probably shouldn't be this bold on this take because I feel like I should be more encouraging and respectful as a Blaney fan. But I'm just sick of him. Like he lost positions three times yesterday, and not like a position, like six on a in in a car that is very tough to pass. Like. How in the world are you supposed to come back from that every time? I want to see some of the numbers on the on the actual pit stop and on the driving to and from the pit box. Yeah, so so there was one pit stop that Blaney went a little deep in the box. So that that one was his fault. I thought. But that still leaves two stops yesterday that his entrance and exit was fine and they just lost lost position. I mean, the first time he had worked his way up to I think third or fourth and he dropped back to 12th. It was pretty far. And then on the last pit stop, right before the green-white checkered, he came in 7th and came out 16th and then managed to get the car back to 12th in two laps. So what sucks is the 12 was fast yesterday. Like he it was fast. He was easily one of the best Fords. And he finished 12th when he really should have been a top-five car. And that was just... It's as a fan, like you just want to start throwing stuff at the TV because you're like, can you guys just not suck for once? Like just once. Can we leave with the we don't have to gain positions. I I will never request you to gain positions. I just want that car to exit pit road in the same position it entered in. That's all I want. Too much to ask. Sorry. <laughs> so I just Re- request denied. So what, tell you what, let's tie in real quick. We'll tie the Blaney pit crew sucks into uh, Brad running Larson into Chase, and then Chase reacting poorly and bumping into the side of Larson, saying, "Hey, I'm here." Which I will say in that incident, I don't blame a single person. I think it was a racing deal. I don't it's, even it's, mind him bumping into him. To be yeah. honest with you, I find it way more disrespectful to go over the radio and shout your entire crew because they suck. <laughs> are, are we referring to Chase? No, I'm referring to Ryan Blaney. Oh. He They're, doesn't though. He's actually respectful. What did I just hear the, on the radio? The fans are not respectful. He he whines about other drivers. He's actually very he I think he's too respectful to his crew. Didn't to be he honest. complain about getting stuck behind the cars again? He said he said something to the effect of we can't keep shooting ourselves in the foot. Which I think is a fair statement. 
No, I just got. He mother effed him, dude. What are you talking about? What? Yeah, I think he Blaney's him. got some. Yeah, Blaney's pretty angry at his crew a lot. And he is, and, it's it's, like, and it doesn't surprise me as the worst crew because it sounds like he treats them like crap. Hey, I'm just saying if he does, maybe they deserve it. I mean, I'm just saying that if you want to <laughs> get better, maybe go work in there with the week with them and quit worrying about your your girlfriend. Get it's to work. a toxic relationship, and I'm not sure it's all their fault, but I do think they definitely, when it comes to the performance side of it, they're definitely holding Blaney back. And they are. I see why he's angry. But, but that's angry yeah, for, and that's company meeting angry. You can't do that. I, I just don't, I don't think it's, I think that's worse than Chase hitting Larson. This is a good wow, segue I'm because shocked. now we can start talking about the drivers. We were talking earlier in our group chat about like <laughs> different drivers with temper problems. And Blaney came up because he is angry like 70% of the time on the radio. <laughs> Justified or so, not, he's he really gets so fiery on the radio. Yeah. Which is funny because he's like, what, four foot seven and 140 <laughs> pounds? Exactly. Yeah. Like he couldn't, he couldn't, he probably couldn't fight his way out of a wet paper bag. I didn't realize how short he was until last week when I met him. Like, he's six <laughs> inches below me. That's what I mean. He's yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's all right. I'll fight on your behalf, buddy. I got you. Still not feeling good about it. <laughs> 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 but he does. Like, what's funny, uh, before Darlington last week, of course, I had, his, I had his radio on the whole race. And even before they started, he said something to the effect of, you know how worked up I get. Josh, if you don't mind trying to keep me under control. <laughs> So he he definitely I mean he's self admitted he gets really fired up on the radio but but he does not run into his teammates under caution, which is good. That is also bad. <laughs> so what you got, David? <laughs> the next topic we're skipping because I don't want to talk. Oh, about I thought it you anymore. wanted to elaborate on that topic. Sorry, no, I, that's I why can't. I was setting I you just, up. I was no, I just I'm not. I I don't have anything else to say about it. I'm not going to go off. I'm not going to go silver spoon this, silver spoon that. But all I'm saying. Is I will. All right, go ahead, silver spoon it. Yeah. Well, it's not totally that he's a silver spoon driver, but I'll just say what I said earlier, which is that he reminds me of Ty Gibbs a little bit. And when he's not doing well, it sure seems like he doesn't handle it well. I mean, I think that's fair. I think it's I think it's similar to Bubba, where it's like, oh, well, he just wants to compete. Like his fans are always going to like defend him, and I can maybe see that a little bit. Like I can see being frustrated because he got hit on pit road, but then like. Bro, why are you, why are you turning people on the trioval, and why are you hitting your teammate before your spotter even tells you what happened? Like, oh, to I me, forgot about like, that topic. Yeah, I can yeah. throw it on that too, actually. Oh yeah, that's uh, to me. I, it's pretty clear that like I'm seeing a side of uh, Chase Elliott where he's not getting his way, and it's almost like you are not handling it well. I mean, I understand being frustrated and, and like things not going well, but like to me, it's like he clearly does not handle it very well in a rational kind of way and i said this too where it was like suarez at the end of the circuit of the americas where he just came barreling through and he was so desperate yeah. to get his revenge and enact his revenge that he actually like put crew members in danger or you know officials because he hit somebody on pit road and it wasn't even the person that he should have been angry at because right. he didn't even get the intel right well yeah. that's what happened with chase and we know he has an anger problem because he literally turned someone in the trial earlier this year and got suspended so it's like to me I think it's fascinating the storyline of him not making the playoffs and him struggling. It's like it's really become a storyline now where it's like, wow, this guy doesn't handle it well. Also, I would do wonder, I saw this on Twitter, somebody said like maybe he's not handling the fact that he's not the most popular guy at Hendrick anymore. That, like in his own team. And you're you're probably right. Yeah. And, and that was that 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 is what I was kind of getting ready to go to is he doesn't like Larson. No. You go from being the Napa number nine to the Napa number nine. Well, and, and let's be honest, Kyle's been outperforming him. Every week. Yeah. And he, he races every week. I don't know. And this is all hypothetical. I don't know what Chase does. He could go in every morning and do sim and go over data and work all day long on it and still suck. But I think he's got all the talent and he's not using it. He's not honing it. I think he I, can't I, get used to the new car and he's just not performing fair. in it. I think that's fair, and it's honestly, it's the same criticism that I think a lot of us gave to Kyle Larson pre the Hendrick days. I think he could have been better in that 42 if he would have applied himself. And I think the wake-up call was obviously getting fired. And when he got a second chance with Hendrick, I think he came into that five car with like, okay, the natural talent's only going to get me here, but I need to get to here. Yep. So I 100% I, I, I agree. And honestly, I'm going to take a take on Chase Elliott that maybe not many do. 
and I'm curious to hear Nolan's take because it actually applies to his driver. I almost fault his crew more than I do him for the way he behaves on the racetrack because I've heard him get involved in incidents and he'll say a comment like, am I misunderstanding this situation? And whether he's in the right or the wrong, the crew always responds, oh, he screwed you. Oh, he's terrible. That guy's like, so I, I, I still go back to this incident. Phoenix last year, championship race, Chastain gets a great restart, dives under the nine. The nine comes down two lanes and wrecks himself. Yes. You can be mad at Ross as much as you want. Ross held his lane. He did not wreck the nine. And the first thing over the radio when Chase asked him about that is Kruki goes, oh, that's just Ross being Ross. He just turned you. He And I'm like, no, that's where you tell your driver you screwed up. But I have never once heard Chase's crew actually give him the truth. They just like want to blow bubbles up his butt. So I'm at a point, and I love Alan Gustafson, please. I mean, he he got Mark Martin an incredible last year of his career. So like I, I do love Alan, but... I think there needs to be some honest conversations with Chase. And when he screws up, tell him you screwed up. I think I think he's been a spoiled child too long. So I, that's that's my thought. So I, I blame the crew, like I said, almost as much as I do Chase. Yeah, uh, my take on it is that I just simply agree. I mean, it sounds like you know more about what his crew conversations sound like than I do. Um, I do kind of remember that Phoenix incident and some other ones too, vaguely though, about how like his crew chief or his spot are kind of like, is he, they're kind of like yes men a little bit. Like they enabled them to feel that way or they, you know, they also feel slighted from, you know, wherever they're sitting. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I like the, there's an irony in all this because my favorite driver is Ross who does hit people but he always apologizes to the point where people get sick of it they're like how yeah. can you keep apologizing i, I think we actually it? talked like, about that last year didn't we? yeah 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 it, obviously he did it so many times how could he not but uh it's like he at least admits it after the fact like and he's very cold and rational i hear him on the radio and this is the exact opposite of blaney who's fiery I mean, it's weird hearing him come through on the scanner because <laughs> he's so angry. But uh, <laughs> Ross, like, he is aggressive and he's on the naughty list for a different reason, but it's not because he has a temper, I don't think. And that's sort of the whole thing, the chase where I'm like, oh, he has a temper, I think. Like, clearly. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think you're 100% right there. And I don't know. I, I think it's time to, to let the crews be a little more honest with him because I, I don't... I like I said, I just don't, I don't 100% blame Chase at all. I, I think a lot of this is him just being encouraged for years that his poop doesn't stink, and I think it's time to just let him know his poop stinks a little bit. My poop doesn't stink. <laughs> Your poop smells like rainbows and butterflies. <laughs> uh, so, funny story. Over the weekend, I was kart racing, and there was this girl in front of me that was running good times, but not the best times. So I had her beat by like enough. Is this the part where you brag about beating a little 12 year old girl? No, she was a grown woman. Okay. (laughs) Uh, But uh, I had to move her out of the way. (laughs) (laughs) Gave her the old Ross Chastain. Did you? I gave her two laps. I I mean, it's questionable if I moved her out of the way or not. (laughs) I was there. And she, tr- I was in lane one, and she tried to just come in front of me, which okay had her, All right. you know, it was the wall, me and her, and she just got. And you just held your lane. I held my lane. I think that's good. So you, you, you were driving against the Chase Elliott, is what you're saying? I was kind of. Wow, lane changers. Way to tie it into the conversation. Like I like LGBTQ, it. all over the place. Plus H, <laughs> uh, preparation seven asterisk. Uh, Hosevar. Yeah, that's worth mentioning. This is worth mentioning. Another very good day. He finished 20th. I think he was running higher than that most of the day. He, he was a bit all... I don't know. He, I felt like he was a bit all over the place. What, what did you catch, Nolan? Uh, yeah, I was taking a look for obvious reasons. I like him. He was averaging anywhere. He was ranging. He got better throughout the day. So at one point, he was like top 15 or 15-ish. But I'd say he probably averaged like 18th to 25th. So a little worse than Darlington, but not by much. I, I did see the improvement. He gets used up on restarts a lot. That's still a common theme. Is like I do see him drop back five positions every restart. Oh, I he think gets more aggressive. Yeah. yeah, literally. So, you know, and I can kind of get that. It's like maybe he doesn't feel totally comfortable. I'm reading into it. But 
that's how he did. And, you know, I will say this, uh, something I forgot to mention on the last podcast after Darlington was I saw on Twitter that like him finishing what 17th or something was the best intermediate finish the 42 had all year. So the fact that he's finishing 17th, 20th is like better than what Noah was doing by a lot. So, yeah. Um, and, and I don't yeah. know if this is related, but the 43 has also ran better the last two weeks. Yeah, so I, you, you got to wonder if, and, and I, I, I actually kind of like Noah Gragson, so I don't want to criticize him, but you got to wonder if there was some sort of culture created over there. Like maybe there's just a lot of bad meshing. Because, I, I mean, I feel like we've seen more speed out of Eric Jones the last two weeks too. I know that it's proven that Wendy's makes you go slower. <laughs> he had one too many bacon eaters. <laughs> Whopper, whopper, whopper. <laughs> uh, uh, huh. If I close my eyes, I can still see the 42 crashing into that one turn at uh, Chicago Street Course. Yeah. <laughs> the Baconator <laughs> turn. Yeah. It was like It was like a bad edit that just kept happening. Jeez. So as we... Whopper, whopper, junior. We're going whopper. into Bristol, and uh, below the cut line currently, we have uh, Martin Truex Jr., Bubba Wallace, Ricky, Spinhouse, and Michael McDowell. I believe three of those belong. I don't know that Truex is going to be able to overcome the deficit. Wow. That actually feels like somewhat of a bold take, but I mean, maybe I not. Know it feels like a bold take. However, it's very... It's either him or Harvick. I mean, you got to think. So the really, everybody from Busher to Harvick is still in pretty. Yeah, that's that. That's like one. If you're not running top ten, you're out. Yeah. So, it could be Joey Logano. You think you think Joseph doesn't make it? I think that he's definitely not hot. He's not at all. I think Harvick's like, hotter than Joey. Yeah. I think MTJ's had a bad couple of weeks, but that's got to stop at some point. You know what I mean? Like, Well, they, they've got to stop the bleeding. That's for yeah, sure. They'll, yeah. they'll, they're going to clean it up at some point. So I will go on a line and I say it'll be McDowell, Ricky, Bubba, and Logano. Done. It's, it's not a bad take. And honestly, I was expecting Bubba to be higher, but they just... Well, I, I mean, know, he was until he lost that. Well, player. that's true. Like he was. That is true. He was, this this conversation isn't even close. That's true because otherwise we're definitely looking at Harvick and Truex mm -hmm. below the cut line, if not for yeah. Bubba's issue. So you're right. I think when he was running, he was. I think. I think. I want to say he was up in like fifth or sixth. When yeah, Bubba you, was running you, in you his, are right. He was definitely. He had some so. speed. Like he was a top three car. Yeah. Yeah. On speed. I mean, in points, fifth or sixth. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because he was okay. he was a top three top. Two, so yeah, man. I don't know. Nolan makes sense. His teammate won the race. Who do you think's not making it, Nolan? Uh, I'll just go in safe face and just say that the four, <laughs> the four cars that I originally said in my prediction, which I'm very close to, uh, it was basically Harvick. It was all the it was the bottom four going into it. So Stenhouse, McDowell, Harvick, which is hard, but uh, you know he's only seven above. Seven yeah. points above the cut, and I really haven't seen him finishing well. I mean, he's around, but, like, I don't know. I don't know. Martin Trix has had bad luck, but, like, I almost want to change it to him. I don't know. It's so it's so hard. I don't know. We have Because we haven't seen Bristol concrete yet this year, it's hard to say, like, who does good true. who does bad near the cut. So I guess I'll just stick with the original four, uh, which is the bottom four going into it. So that would mean Harvick. Stenhouse, McDowell, and uh, Bubba. No, that's you're probably right. I, I feel like I actually kind of like the uh, the Joey Logano pick. There, there's a good piece of me that thinks Truex and Harvick both get it done this weekend, but Logano doesn't because that 22 has just been off. I mean, really, the only reason they have any points right now is they just didn't pit on that last caution at Kansas. And that jumps. He's barely cracking top ten. Oh yeah, I mean he was, I think, fifteenth or sixteenth before that. So, and he ended up finishing, I think, third or fourth. So, I mean, that's a literally the point swing that he gained by not pitting at the end of the Kansas race keeps him above the cut line. If if he would have finished where he was running, he would be below the cut line right now. So, it's I I kind of like the idea of Joseph because I I don't. 
I'm just not seeing anything out of that 22 team right now, and I don't think they make it. Joey does win at Bristol. For the record. Dirt, anyway. Yeah, it doesn't really mean anything. But I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Which props to Ross, because I actually had Ross pick to go out in the first round, but he's they've gotten finishes. So, well done. What are we moving on to? You have the list. I don't have it pulled up. We're, we're giving right. time to breathe there, Nolan. You're supposed to stay quiet in the silence so we don't have to edit, but now we have to. Thanks a lot. Uh, we can still edit it out. What do you mean? <laughs> Sorry, I'm eating chips over here. Troll. So moving on to Xfinity, uh, John Hunter wins, and he gets to go to the 43. 42. 42. <laughs> <laughs> Which... We've we've all known for a while, but yeah. I don't know. I don't like seeing him win, so I was kind of a bum. It was kind of uh, a bummer. You know who I thought was really exciting was that Parker Kligerman is in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. What a great story. And and he deserved it because he flat out outdrove the other two cars that were on the cut line. Boom. And that their team's budget, I guarantee, is like a third of the other teams he was going against. So I love it. I, I thought it was great. Props to Parker. Clean run, strong run. Yep. He. I don't know that he's going to go much further in the playoffs, but I think them just making it is a win. Because yeah, we're talking about a small single-car team that has made the playoffs in Xfinity. That's awesome. You, you Ford fans just need to admit that, like, consciously or unconsciously, you like drivers that are Team Chevy, and you hate... <laughs> I mean, we, you, know, you consciously know you don't like Toyota drivers, but it's funny, like... You have warm affiliations and feelings about Chevy drivers. It's because we from all know America, <laughs> American-made yeah. still. Oh, yeah. so just the fact that like the Ford versus Chevy that doesn't deter you. You admit it. Like you get better, warm, fuzzy feelings about drivers that are from Chevy. I don't think the manufacturer matters. They're all just it's the sticker on the side of the car. Yeah, I, I think the biggest thing for me is I look at. I mean, I like Parker Kligerman. Like I, I'm a big personality guy, and the personality on Parker Kligerman, I think he's one of the best. And Riley Herbst is on his third year driving for Stuart Haas Racing, and he has zero wins, zero playoff appearances. Like, I'm not saying he's a bust, but eh, he's a bust. I, I, I think you've, you've got that much time to get something done, and he hasn't. And he's had multiple teammates in the other Stuart Haas cars come in and win. Welcome so. to this week's episode of Boost or Bust, where we talk about <laughs> uh, which driver is a bust we need to get rid of, or which driver is a plus, and we give him a boost to the next series. First up, ladies and gentlemen, Harrison Burton. Bust. <laughs> bust. And is rumored to be back in the 21 car next year. Yes. Because money apparently still talks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, NBC. <laughs> Uh, uh, Although I, Riley I, I, is, I noticed this note. I'm sure it's just because Alex is spiteful, but uh, he wants I to write, talk about Creed wrecking Algaier. Yeah, I was bit. It, it was a dumb move. It was a really dumb move. Plus, I had this nice Algaier hat on. See, notice. I see okay. that. It looks good. You know, I have that same hat. You do have that same hat. What am I going to say next? I just say it. I'm just going to. I'm giving you a moment to say it. <laughs> Just tee it, tee it. All right, the, go- the the ball is in the tee. Grab the club and just hit it. Yeah. Well, at least mine's signed. <laughs> uh, no, I have a signed hat too. It's on the wall over there. Yeah, it's not the same one. It's an ugly hat. Aha. Uh-huh. Aha. Uh-huh. So I, I mean, that's where I was with the Xfinity cutoff. I thought, I thought that was good, but yeah. Uh, Sh- Sheldon Creed. I'm curious what you guys think about him because he, I don't know. He's one of the weirdest drivers, I think, in the Xfinity series to get a read on. Like, what? when I say Sheldon Creed, what do you guys think? I personally like Sheldon Creed. Slightly above average. Ouch. That did not sound like a compliment. I think if you stuck him in a cup car, because this is the, you know, do we stick him in the next series segment? If you stuck him in a cup car, I bet he'd run 28th through 33rd. Actually, didn't he run yesterday? Yeah, 29th. Twenty nine. Yeah, yeah. There, there you, there you I go. I honestly didn't so. know he ran yesterday. He did. Yeah, well, that that says it all. <laughs> it's I. Ex, the I new was, Hosovar did. Yeah, it's true. That's very true. I mean, Sheldon is a guy that I expected more out of, 
And it just feels like he's still making really dumb mistakes for, I think, someone that should be further along. Because I, I really liked him in the truck series. And when I saw him going to RCR, I'm like, man, this is like, this is the moment. You know, this is where he steps up his career. And it just, again, you've got incidents like Saturday where he just, he just shifts a whole lane on the track while he's running on the bottom three wide and mm -hmm. causes a pileup. And this is kind of like what Sheldon has done all year. And it, I just am surprised. So I, I expected better out of him, but I don't know. Maybe you talk about boo booster, <laughs> booster bust. I feel like Sheldon might be joining that list. Boom, bust. Yeah, you're probably not wrong. I mean, we know we're Nolan. What did you say? Below average? What did you call it? Slightly no, above average. slightly above average. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not a bad thing. It just means he's, you know, mid until proven otherwise. I don't know. I have to see more. Well, yeah, I mean, slightly above average. So he's going to stay in Xfinity just like Algar. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. A career Xfinity driver, you know, it could be a thing. He's got to get to victory lane I just, soon. I just told Alex his driver was slightly above average and he didn't even get upset about it. Hey, he's an Xfinity driver. He could be a cup <laughs> driver, but he's an Xfinity driver. <laughs> so uh, Jeb Burton also made it, which is cool with the win. Uh, one thing I was like, as we're going in with like, Xfinity, do, we th do you guys think Austin Hill can catch John Hunter? I think so. Honestly, I think the 21 is closing out races better. The the twenty cars. So I was just looking at the stats. Yeah. So he has fifteen top fives, where John Hunter only has thirteen. They both have the same amount of top tens. Here's the big difference: did not finish three to one. Sure, and that's that's definitely a big that's one. That's a big. Th if you're if you're at the bottom of the if you're, if you're on a DNF list, you're not getting yeah. a lot of points. Here here's what impresses me though: John Hunter every week has the fastest car off the truck. No competition. I love JRM. They are consistently behind the JGR cars off the truck. Yeah. So John Hunter is starting every race with the highest speed. If he does not have a winning car, he will do something big to blow it. A great example was Road America, where he had like a fifth place car on speed, and then he managed to hit everybody and then ramp his car off the track and cause the DNF and a pileup. Like that... When John Hunter does not have winning speed, that is what he does. Austin Hill will have top five, top ten speed and just stay in the game, stay there, and then he'll end up with either a top five or a win. That, and I think in the playoffs, that's going to become more and more important. So I, I'm all like Brad's it. doing. Yeah, honestly. Like, Austin Hill is the Brad Keselowski of the Xfinity Series. I think that's a good comparison. You know? Hmm. So I... I think you're going to need that more than just speed because there's so much, especially in the Xfinity series, there's so much craziness that happens. You've got to be able to run clean, finish races. And honestly, I, th I think Austin Hill is a better driver than John Hunter. I really do. I think if you flip the roles, Austin Hill probably has like 10 wins this season. I don't think that's a hot take. I think it's a good one because you look at guys and Xfinity that do really well. And I think it has a lot of times it, reflects more on the equipment that they're driving. I mean, look at Noah. He dominated last year, and then he came to Cup, and he was just like a wet fart. I mean, <laughs> wasn't a good man. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I mean, you literally have Hosea You just called him a wet fart. In. Sorry, I trust the fart. We can't, we can't glance <laughs> over that. Sorry, continue. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it. That was my whole point. Okay. I mean, you're, you're, you're not far off. And JRM was really fast last year. They had something figured out, and the, the small yeah. rules changed. Just like JGR does this year. Yeah, I think that you know you can take a guy that is maybe a slightly above average and also a little reckless, like you're saying, like where he can't finish. It's like this guy might just be a really immature driver, but because of the equipment, they come off the truck really fast, like we saw. Like he always is not sure. qualifying well, and uh, yeah, you're right. I mean that's significant. So. Well, and and I think I, I do think John Hunter is going to be in for a rude awakening next year because he's going to go from unloading as the fastest car every week to unloading as the 28th place car every week. And now obviously the Toyota affiliation could really bump legacy up there. I think that's going to be good for them. But honestly, I think what we've seen at Eric Jones and Carson Hosevar, I think they've been outperforming the equipment in the last couple of weeks. And I think that's going to be really big next year is John Hunter now has to flip his role where he has to go from taking a 30th place car and trying to finish 15th with it. So it, I, I think next year is going to be a big, 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 big challenge for John Hunter. And honestly, you know, 
I could be wrong. Could I mean, he double bust? Double bust. I don't know. 42 car. Him and Cole, yeah. him and, <laughs> that's where that's where talent goes to die is the 42 <laughs> cup car. Uh, just don't like any memes, buddy. He stay away from yeah. the memes. Yeah. So I could be wrong. I mean, the Toyota affiliation Under could make legacy. Sea. But gosh, ain't touching that one. Who do we think's not? I, are we? So, do you feel that Sheldon Creed will move on to the the to the Elite Eight? Oh, uh, round of eight in Xfinity. The Elite Eight. I don't think so. You don't think he's? I in don't think so. Eighth right now. He is. I need to I need to look at the points because I actually want to verify this opinion. But didn't so he points, just John Hunter has forty nine, Austin Hill has thirty nine, Cole Custer has twenty six, or sorry, Justin Algaier is twenty six, Custer has seventeen, Sam Mayo has fifth or seventeen. I can't do this. They're too far away. There's too many. The grid is way too far. I'm moving like seventeen blocks on the spreadsheet. Uh, why isn't there a plus or minus? Anywho. Are they all, yeah, mine's doing the same thing. It has everyone at zero. So, that's, oh, I see. Oh, behind. It is Here glitching. It is glitching, though. It is You're like, right. Okay, good. Uh, so, basically, you have Chandler Smith, Josh Berry, Sheldon Creed, Sammy Smith, Jeb Burton, Daniel Hemrick, and Parker Kligerman in the bubble. That They're is, all pretty much right there. Everybody yeah. nine points and under. And honestly, Chandler has not been that great. So you're right. A couple good weeks from Creed, he could easily secure that position. Yeah. Um, Daniel Hemrick is sneaky consistent. I could. I honestly, I would pick Daniel Hemrick over Sheldon Creed to make it. Hemrick does not ever have winning speed, but he has like thirteen top, top five tens. speed. Yeah. Which Sheldon Sheldon's pretty good at wrecking. That's the part Sheldon. that would make me nervous. Yeah. He has eleven. And actually, they both have the same did not finish. Okay. So, not to put stats in your face, but... <laughs> I think we need to see more of Sheldon Creed, like another another full season next year to see, like, does he improve? Yeah, yeah. I mean, expanded. two seasons is definitely enough. And, and yeah. I, I really like him. Like, I am legitimately excited to hopefully see him get a victory here soon. I just... I, I worry his clock is nearing expiration. Because he is two years into an Xfinity deal with an RCR car, which is a good car in Xfinity. So, mm. yeah, I, it's especially when Austin Hill has what six wins this season, five wins this season. His teammate, yeah, that's 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 enough Four. to make you nervous. So, yeah, it's I, I I I we just gotta we gotta see him clean it up a little bit and get that little bit of winning speed, and then I and then he's great, but it's it's just not quite there yet. I think it's important that these guys that have question marks that are like borderline, you know, they'll run top 10, top five, maybe contend for a win. And you're not certain about them. I do think it's important in the context of what we're talking about to give them some cup rides just to see if they can do anything. And, no, you know, the fact thought. that he got one yesterday is good. You know, get him yeah, a couple. And he was, that way we can see what his upward mobility potential is. Well, the thing is, his cup car drives like a truck and he's really good at driving a truck. Well, that's that's a really good point that you bring up. So he he may be better outfitted than we think he is. Yeah. If we kick back to the truck series, the Craftsman Truck Series, it just feels good to say that again. Like, can it does I just feel good? We just got to double down on that. Thank Arkham you, Craftsman. Arkham Menards Craftsman Truck Series. Oh, camping. I you know, camping roads on my list anyway. To be honest with you. <laughs> This feels like another David rant coming on. Just just take it. Well, you, you know, I called them about a camper like six years ago, and they still call me every month. Hey, are you still interested? No, <laughs> I'm not. I will pay twice as much at RV Value Mart, Value Mart just to be away from you. That's actually, I, I support them. From somebody that owns a camper, I would not buy a camper at Camping World. Yeah. So I get it. But they did uh, just wrap up their first round of the playoffs. They did. So they just had some elimination. We should probably go through that. Well, that's that's what. I, <laughs> what do you think I'm doing? Hey, you know what we should do? Oh, let's talk about the truck series. Blah blah blah. <laughs> Dumbass. Uh, so, 
Matt D. Benedetto and uh, Matt Crafton. Apparently, it is a bad week to be named. <laughs> it was Matt. a bad week to be called Matt. <laughs> Sanchez made it to the top eight. Ben Rhodes, Ty Majeski, Zane Smith, Carson Hosevar, Grant and Finger, Christian Eckes, and Corey Heim. Yeah. And we're going to the final four. So uh, Carson Hosevar is on the bubble. He is the bubble. Him and Zane are tied. They are. Dude, dude, he should have won that race. It was, well, I shouldn't say should have. He didn't. He didn't earn it. But. Could've. He was. He, I saw that race. He was leading most of the race, just like sort of like Denny, where like at the end there there was a caution, yeah. and then he got run over. But he was leading most of the laps, I believe. I was catching some of that race. I will say because of that, I, this is the way I'm interpreting it is because of the cup start. He showed so much confidence in the trucks. It was like, ah, you guys are pathetic. You, you guys don't know what I've been through. Like <laughs> you know, after dark. <laughs> but yeah. like he showed so much confidence and speed that I was like, oh boy, here he goes. And he was like taking off of the lead too. Yeah. He didn't have to get in the W, but he like, good. he's coming on strong, man. He did look good. I think I agree with that. Yeah, so it's kind of shocking. He he has cleaned up his driving maybe the quickest I've ever seen happen before. Like he went from absolute dumpster fire literally in like april to a semi-popular cup series driver so i mean props to him it's better to start being over the edge and testing your limits as much as possible just to see where they're at than to like be so afraid of it that you never get to it that's my opinion on it yeah i mean you're you're probably dead on and i i think he's he's probably an example of that right now because i like he's actually running smart races in the truck series right now with speed so one funny thing I was just looking at. Did you see how one of these things is not like the other? Corey Heim's the only oh, yeah, Toyota. He is. Which is shocking because for a while they were like the a only while truck. when uh, yeah. Kyle Bush was a Toyota driver. Yeah. I think Toyota's gonna regret throwing Kyle Bush out so of the there's some there's some right there. There's some numbers. Now, really, there's only one KBM, I'm air quoting, because he's not technically a KBM truck, but he is a KBM truck. Yeah. Uh, well, Sanchez. Well, yeah, but, but I'm, yeah. I'm not Still. saying that he's there. I'm just saying that. But it's his first year. Yeah. He like, was there last year yeah. in the red oval. And now he's not. And yeah. yeah. Although Corey yeah. Heim could easily win the whole thing. He's yeah. he's really good this he's year. He's either going to win it or fall off Nakatomi Plaza. You never know. <laughs> uh, uh, ben Rhodes, I... Looking rough. Yeah. Slow. Yeah. And and making mistakes. Incident making prone. mistakes. My That's gosh. the biggest thing. Like I don't I don't I don't even know who to pick as far as who makes the final four in trucks. Final um, four? Yeah. I I think I'm probably gonna go Heim and Finger, host of our Smith. That's kinda where I was leaning, but I don't know that Zane has it. They they've really been off. This year. Yeah, they've they've been off on speed. I for think sure. the final four are the final four. I think unless somebody unless either Zane, Ty, Ben, or Sanchez wins, I don't think they make and, it in. No, and Sanchez had so much speed at the beginning of the season, and they just they just haven't been there. They have not. And that, then Ben Rhodes edited? is stepping on his foot every week. Uh but yeah, but yeah. I think Hosevar makes the final four for sure. Okay. I think I, I can agree I, with I, that. I see it. It just I don't know what. So you're are you just taking like the bottom four all get eliminated? Is that what you're thinking? Yep. Wow. Unless so Zane Smith win. does not make the final four unless he wins. I think he could do it. Asterix. Though. Asterix. He can win. He can definitely win. I mean, he's zeroed out right now. I just don't think he's doing well. They they've they've been a little off on speed. Thankfully, they they showed some speed at Kansas, which kind of renewed my faith. Yeah. So, also Ford. Seriously, if you don't pick up Zane Smith. Somewhere next year, you're an idiot. He, you can't let an asset like Zane Smith go. Nope. So I don't know. What do you think, Nolan? Who's who? Who do you think is getting the final four in the trucks? I would do Josefar. Hold on, just I'm just looking at it. I would say Heim, Eckes, Josefar, and Smith. Zane Smith. Same thing. Oh, you're, yeah. you're. Oh yeah, you're just taking Eckes over and finger. And finger. 
Edfinger yeah. gets weirdly spotty because he gets really crappy and then he'll like win or compete for wins three weeks in a row. So it it's just a matter of which Infinger shows up for the next couple months. But yeah, could be. We shall see what happens, my man. I think it's going to be apparently uh, my phone just decided to load an ally ad. So we're good. What do you think is DBC or something? Oh, apparently, apparently I got to read Download. a freaking ad now. So ally, one of our favorite. No, we can't. They're not my. They're not a partner. They're not. We should thank our studio sponsor though, A to B Media. A to B Media Studios yeah, for all your audio video lighting solutions. I personally know them, and they're good people. I have a testimonial. <laughs> is it a good testimonial? <laughs> it depends on which one I pick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, these, uh, ex, extra little doodads on our list, I think are, have mostly been covered because what would you change in the next gen car? Everything, uh, mainly wheelbase. <laughs> okay. Two things. Yeah. I actually did Can mean that two? seriously, by the way. I wasn't Can I pick trying two? to talk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I want to get rid of the undercover. Okay. I like and it. And I want to make the wheel thinner and thicker at all at the same time. Less on the less okay. on the ground. Less on the ground. More from the wheel. Like basically last year. Bigger sidewall, thinner. Yeah. Thinner. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. shorter. Yeah, yeah bigger sidewall. You like you liked it. I like right. a I like I like a tight <laughs> sidewall. <laughs> Nolan, if you could change anything on the next gen car, what would you do? And I did mean this question legitimately. I wasn't just trying to like poop on the next gen car. Uh, honestly, I agree with all those changes. It's like, if I had to pick one, maybe it would be the underbody, but maybe shifting as well. Right. So yeah, I uh, like, yeah, honestly, keep shifting for road courses and then make it a four speed gearbox for all the ovals. Yeah. There you go. I love it. I, I think honestly, I would just bail on the fifth gear everywhere because I don't know that it's helping the road courses even. I think it's making them worse. So that that was my number. If I could only pick one thing on the next gen card to change, it's the five gears down to four. I think that that's might, not going to help us with our grip situation. Yeah, but it's going to change your center corner speed, which I think is going to ma- bring short tracks and road courses back into play. And Darlington, please, how can you break Darlington next gen? Gosh, all right, sorry, done. Our rant was last week. We're good on that. What else is on your list? I can't see it. That's it, actually. That was uh, actually we literally unintentionally we hit everything else because David's grind no. my gears was actually on the list, but I don't think he even saw it. I did. I read the whole. Oh, you did it. I okay. read it before we got here. It's I on thought, my phone. I thought you just felt so inspired that you. It came no, up I naturally. just didn't like your order of service. Hey, or we're so good at this. Oh my gosh, Dude. we're so good. We're great at podcasts. We're basically <laughs> professionals. <laughs> we're basic. Yeah. We're adjacent. Are you looking to have a partnership with? The Racing Addicts Podcast. Well, you're in luck because we need sponsors. We do. So if you like an ambassador up, for your brand, reach out. <laughs> but give us a call. So there's only one other thing. Yeah. There's only one other thing that I can think of that we kind of like alluded to at the very beginning, but I think we were just kind of, I don't know, briefly thinking about it. So you were talking about how it's like sensory overload to watch. NASCAR and football at the same time. I did watch the Eagles game, but it was difficult. I will just say this. If I have to choose, I think I'm going to end up choosing NASCAR for the next several weeks because I like it more. Woo! I like football, but it's like, I don't know. We're lucky this week. The Eagles are on Thursday. Yeah. And the race is probably what, Saturday? We're going to miss the truck race. Oh, I might yeah. pick trucks over the Eagles game. <laughs> I don't know. That's going to be tough. I'm just going to set up a second television. That's, I mean, I have lots of screens here, so yeah. watch it all. Shoot, put an SRX race on, too. Let's watch that, too. Sprint cars, whatever. I'm not whatever. Up that late. <laughs> it's true. You're, you're, not, you're not wrong. So if we look at Bristol, I don't know that we need to pick. I guess we do need to pick. Let's pick, let's just pick. all three or just cup. Let's just pick cup. That's all I want to do. Yeah, so let's just pick perfect. cup. I think Carl Larson wins again. I mean... You're probably not far off. Um, I think I think Ford's... It's so hard because you're not going to be able to pass. So, like, at the end of qualifying, I think we're going to know the winner of the race. I think it's going to be a Ford, and which basically means you're looking at RFK, the 12, or the 4. So... Brad 
Kozlowski. Who <laughs> so you're picking, right? You know, I'm going to go out on a limb and actually take Brad. I Woo! think I think Brad could get his first win of the season this weekend. Our, I mean, he was fast last year. He let well, I think he was fast. He led a lot of the race at least. Yeah, he did. So, and then he wrecked. Yeah. Got so, flat. Could could pull it off. Yeah. Nolan? Uh I'm going to go with Bill Byron. Billiam Billion Byron, baby. Come on. It could happen. I don't think Why it's going to be a Yoder. I don't think it's... It doesn't feel like a Yoder weekend. It just doesn't. It feels like a, a bow tie or a blue oval. That's how every week feels. That's true. Uh, Kansas feels like a Toyota truck. Toyotas do choke a lot, which is beautiful. Hey, they threw away Darlington. Congratulations, More Kyle Larson. fingers. Oh, man. Uh-huh. So <laughs> I think that covers all of our points. I think so. Uh, which means that it's time to wrap up the episode. It's time. Yep. It's time to go home. So uh, thank you for listening, and we will be back next week. We will. Nolan, thanks for hopping in and joining us from uh, the State of Freedom. Ha, thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> Have a good week, David. I'm glad you could join. Oh, we're going to keep talking? I thought that was it. <laughs> Goodbye. Peace. <laughs> I think we should end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>